This is another way that we can understand how eating problems are related to anxiety, and anxiety is related to eating problems. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. Let's talk about something that I experience myself very frequently. We're going to talk about anxiety and its relationship with your gut and your gut and its relationship with anxiety. They go both ways, just like sleep and anxiety and anxiety and sleep. I don't know you, but my stomach is very, very sensitive. And anytime I feel stressed, anytime I feel anxious, anytime I feel nervous, I feel the butterflies in my stomach or I feel like I'm nauseous. I feel like my stomach is hurting. Does that sound familiar to you? I remember when I was looking for jobs for a long time in Los Angeles and I was feeling very, very stressed because I wasn't hearing back from the companies that I applied to. And that was really, really stressing me out. I remember that for a week, I lost appetite. I couldn't even put anything in my mouth, even the things that I loved the most. And anytime I ate something, I used to feel very, very nauseous. And I'm a skinny person, so quickly I lost a lot of weight and I felt even worse. It created even more anxiety in the end. If this sounds familiar to you, you may already know the connection between your gut and your brain. Because now, more and more, scientists are concluding that our stomach and gut actually has the second brain. And they even have a name for it, actually. They call this second brain enteric nervous system. It's known as a little brain, but it's not that little, actually, because it has two thin layers of more than 100 million nerve cells lining your gastrointestinal tract from esophagus to rectum. It sounds like it's something small, but it's actually something very, very big, and it surrounds all around the digestion. In the past, the scientists used to think that, you know, whenever you're nervous your brain triggers that digestive system and that's why you feel uncomfortable feelings in your stomach or you have digestive problems, whether it's having diarrhea or stomach ache or losing appetite. But now more and more, as they do more research, scientists are finding that not only brain can send signals to gut, but gut also can send signals to brain. So this means that if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, nervous, especially chronically, this can significantly affect your gut health. That's why more and more we are seeing a lot of cases of irritable bowel syndrome. Whenever you feel stressed and nervous, that can directly affect your second brain that is in your gut. But it can also go vice versa too. Anytime you feel a problem in your gut, whether you eat unhealthy food, whether you eat highly calorific foods, whether you eat a lot of sugar, processed foods, that can actually affect the way that you feel as well. 
This is what we call the brain and gut connection. The main role of the enteric nervous system is controlling digestion from swallowing to the release of enzymes that break down the food to control of blood flow that helps with nutrient absorption and elimination. But the enteric nervous system can't really think like the brain, like can't do the mathematics that you're doing with your brain, can't do the decision making, or is not capable of making the stories clear in your mind, but it helps with more so, it helps with continuing of your very core systems in your body, which is the digestive system. So what you eat, what you put into your body can directly affect your mood. And that's why when you eat unhealthy food, when you don't have a regular diet, when you eat highly processed foods, they can actually start feeling like anxiety. For example, low blood sugar, poor hydration, or caffeine, or when you use excessive alcohol, they can also precipitate the symptoms of anxiety. Or eating regular meals and preventing hypoglycemic states are very important because that affects your anxiety at the end. You can either feel your anxiety in your mind because of a reason, whether it's a traumatic past, this is in your genetics, it's like a trait anxiety, and that's why your gut being affected. But also, because of the things that you're eating, you may be experiencing anxiety-like symptoms. We already know that there are some reasons that create anxiety. But if we know that eating something can cause anxiety, what if we can control our anxiety by eating the right foods for ourselves? Wouldn't that be great? Our brain is so powerful, sometimes even before we turn things into action, we start getting reaction from our body. For example, did you know that the brain has a different effect on the stomach and intestines? The very thought of eating can release the stomach's juices before food even gets there. So your stomach is reacting like you're eating that food that you're thinking about even before you physically eat it. What you think, what you imagine, what you put into your body, they're all highly effective. Can be highly beneficial or negative for your anxiety. So I knew about this relationship between anxiety and the gut. In other words, anxiety and the things that we eat. I knew how they were directly connected to each other because of how I feel personally. But another thing that lets me know about this, confirms my thoughts, is that anytime we see an eating disorder, we automatically see anxiety. For example, when we look at loss of appetite, when we look at overeating, when we look at binge eating, when we look at things like bloomia, we automatically see intense levels of anxiety. This is another way that we can understand how eating problems are related to anxiety and anxiety is related to eating problems. Therefore, what you eat is really, really, really important. And I can't stress this enough. If you can control your eating, that means you can elevate some of your anxiety. 
And I can go on here by giving you tips about what to eat, what not to eat, you know, five foods that you should eat, nine foods that you need to avoid to have less anxiety. But I'm not really going to get there because I know you can find those resources online. And in my opinion, we are all very different. And what works for me may not work for someone else. That's why I don't believe in one set of foods that I can recommend because I know it may not go with some of you. So I recommend observing your body, understanding yourself, and then finding the particular foods that give you more energy, changing your mood, that affects you positively rather than going with a list that should potentially fit to everyone. But I'm going to leave you with three things that I think that are very crucial. And they're very basic things when you look at them, but they should be at the core of your diet, no matter what you eat, no matter how you eat. Number one, make sure to eat regularly. Make sure to give your body enough fuel every, at least every two hours, because your blood sugar level can mimic anxiety-like symptoms. So you want to keep your blood sugar level very stable. And of course, anytime you want to change your diet, the best is asking your doctor and getting their opinion to decide what you want to add or take out from your diet. But make sure to give your body enough fuel so you don't run out of fuel. You don't run out of food that is needed by your body. And the recommended amount so far is about every two hours. And every two hours, I'm not talking about eating a full meal, but every two hours, I'm talking about having maybe a snack or maybe having three meals a day and two snacks in between, giving your body enough of what your body needs. And number two is keeping away from highly processed foods. Because anytime you take in highly processed foods to your body, your blood sugar level will spike up and that's gonna, at the end, affect your insulin levels. And again, you're gonna lose track of that stable blood sugar level. That can easily mimic effects like anxiety. And that's why you don't wanna eat highly processed foods because not only it's not good for your body, but also it can mess with your gut health and eventually that can affect your anxiety. And finally, try to eat whole foods, no matter what you eat, even if it's salad, even if it's fruits, nuts, raw food, try to eat as much as you can whole foods, because whole foods have the most nutrients and they're easier for our body to absorb, especially for your gut. And we know that when our gut feels happy, our brain feels happy, and therefore we can manage our anxiety better. Three simple things, make sure to eat regularly, make sure to stay away from highly processed foods, and try to eat whole foods as much as you can to maintain a healthy blood sugar level. So it's very simple, and we now know that our brain and our gut is directly related to each other. I mean, we have our second brain in our guts. It can't get more significant than that, right? Anytime you feel depressed, that may be because of your gut health. Or anytime you eat unhealthy foods, you may feel like your mood is lowering down. 
Think of when you get food poisoning. You're not cheerful and looking for next thing to do, right? You feel down and tired, physically tired, and maybe even mentally withdrawing. By simply controlling what you eat, by simply prioritizing your diet, what you put into your body, what if you could control your anxiety? Let's make this eating, changing your eating pattern, the final step that can change and revolutionize your relationship with anxiety. In the next week, we have a very special guest who had a successful anxiety journey with hypnosis. And I'm very excited to share his story. And I think you're really, really going to like it. And I would love to hear your story also. So if you have a hypnotic story, maybe not hypnotic story, but about anxiety, feel free to email me at begum at b-hypnotize.com or visit my website, www.mindoverbodypodcast.com. And after that interview, we are going to jump into a whole new season that's about past life regression. So soon, tune into my podcast if you are curious about what past lives are holding for you. And if you want to explore and understand where our soul is coming from and going to.